guys, welcome to Faith and Randomness. My name is Elizabeth, and today we're talking about another exciting topic. I think all the topics will be exciting to me. We're talking about waiting on God. So today we're focusing on the life of Joseph and how he handled his waiting period. Let's get started. So what do we do while we wait on God? How do we conduct ourselves? How do we behave? Let's see how Joseph lived his life and pick up some points from what he did. The first point is that Joseph was a man of integrity. So as you wait on God, keep your integrity. Don't go for shortcuts. They are not worth it. The God who gave you the dream, who gave you the vision, whatever it is, He's the only one that will be able to bring it to pass and you'll be satisfied with it. In Genesis 39, verse 7, verse 7 to 9, okay, yeah, let me read that. It says, um, let me read from the latter part of verse 6. Now, Joseph was well built and good looking. That's why some time later, Joseph's master's wife looked straight at Joseph and propositioned him. Come on, let's have a little sex. But he refused, telling his master's wife, look, my master doesn't have to worry about anything in the house with me, with me in charge. And he has entrusted everything into my care. Verse 9. No one has more authority in this house than I do. He has withheld nothing from me except you, and that's because you are his wife. So how can I commit such a horrible evil? How can I sin against God? Wow. So first of all, most of us would have expected Joseph to be angry at God and, you know, jump at any opportunity to do evil, you know? He would have been so mad and saying, God, you sent me to Egypt and look at me now suffering. When I have a family, my family sold me, but despite what happened to Joseph, he still stuck with God. He held on to God because he knew that anything in his life, whatever it is that he needed, God was the only one that could help him. And you see, by God's mercy, he was even the chief servant, you know, put in charge of all other servants. So God was even training him, showing him. Say that's how he's going to get to his position of leadership. So keep your integrity. Don't get careless just because you feel like God is taking too long. As you're waiting, keep your integrity. Don't get careless. God knows what he's doing. And it won't be wasted, I promise. Nothing will be wasted in this waiting season of your life. So keep your integrity. You don't want to come and regret you know, and be patient. Let me read Psalm 37. I think that's a good scripture for what I want to say. Psalm 37 verse 7. It says, Be silent in the Lord's presence and wait patiently for him. Don't be angry because of the, of the one whose way prospers or the one who implements evil schemes. 
So we have to be patient. Be patient as you're waiting on God. So as you wait patiently on God, don't try to go ahead of him. We see a situation, or rather an example of, of this, in 1 Samuel 15 verse 22. But I'm going to read verse 13 first. Then I'll give you a, a backstory. It says, Samuel approached Saul. May the Lord bless you. Saul said, I've carried out the Lord's command. Samuel said, Then what is this bleating of sheep in my ears? And the lowing of cattle that I hear. So replied. They brought them from the Amalekites. The people spared the best of the sheep and cattle to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God. And the rest they destroyed completely. Be quiet, Samuel said. I'll tell you what the Lord told me last night. So told him, speak. So Samuel replied. Is it not true that though you were small in your own eyes, you became the head of the tribes of Israel, and the Lord anointed you king over Israel. The Lord sent you on a mission. Go and completely destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are destroyed. Why didn't you obey the Lord, but grabbed the spoil and did evil in the Lord's sight? Saul told Samuel, I did obey the Lord. I went on the mission on which the Lord sent me. I brought Agag, king of, Am of Amalek, and I completely destroyed the Amalekites. The people took some of the spoil, sheep, cattle, and the best of what was to be completely... No, 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 Okay. Let me read 24. It says, I've sinned, so replied to Samuel. I've broken the Lord's command. And your word, because I was afraid of the people and listened to them. So when we go against God, when we go ahead of God, it's pride. Because we feel like we know better. And the Bible says God resists the proud. Hmm. So as we wait on God, our lack of patience is pride. So when God is putting us to a waiting period, he wants to... Cut off all these things, you know, that stand in the way of our blessings. He wants to cut off all these things that will cause him to even, you know, remove us from our throne, remove us from our places of destiny. In that waiting period, God wants you to be prepared. God wants you to mature in those areas that he knows to say, here, you lack patience when it comes to this. You need this for your life. So as you wait on God, wait patiently. Don't just wait. Don't try to go ahead of him. He knows what's best for you. Another point is we should acknowledge the fact that God is sovereign and he doesn't make a mistake. Not a single one. God is too holy. He's too perfect to make a mistake. And he can't make a mistake in any way. In Isaiah 55 verse 8, we're reminded that his ways are not our own. Our ways are not like his. They are way above our, ours. So whatever his plans are, we have to remember that God knows what he's doing. It says, Isaiah 55 verse 8 says, 
For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Verse 9, For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we should understand that God, God knows what he's doing. He is sovereign and he can't fail. So he, whatever way he's leading you, whatever season you're in as you're waiting on him, understand that it's part of the process. Another thing is you must realize that waiting on God, our waiting period is our maturing period. God uses this period to call out things that will be necessary for our future. Um, Joseph was just a dreamer when he left his father's house. But when he went to Egypt, after being sent to prison from Potiphar's, you know, Potiphar's house, he was given the interpretation of dreams. He never had that. But he had it later as time went by as he matured in God. So as we are waiting, God wants to call out things in us. There's so much he's deposited in us that we don't even know. We have to trust him. As we're waiting on him, remind yourself that there's so much this God has deposited in you. You don't even know. You have no idea. The things God has placed in you. And it takes time. It takes training. It takes process. You know, it takes proving. God will prove you before he can allow certain things in your life to manifest. So trust him. Another thing I feel like that's really helpful. Is we should make sure that... Um, when we feel discouraged, start writing down testimonies, you know, all the things God has done for you. Write them down. Meditate on them. And in doing that, you'll be reminded that your God is a good God, that he's not a liar, that he never fails. Let me read Numbers 23 verse 19, which says, God is not a human male. He doesn't lie, nor is he a human being. He never vacill vacillates. Once he speaks up, he's going to act, isn't he? Once he makes a promise, he'll fulfill it, won't he? Let me read another translation. This is BBE. It says, God is not a man to say what is false or the son of man. That his purpose may be changed. What he has said. Will he not do? And he, will he not give effect to the words of his mouth? God will not fail you. So meditate on this scripture. Meditate on the things that he's done for you. Write them down. And let that just lead you into worship. Let that lead you to a place of gratitude and thanking him. Because he knows what he's doing. I know sometimes it might be hard. It might be painful. You know. But remind yourself. That God really has you. And when you're feeling discouraged. Call on him. 
Talk to him. Let him know how you're feeling. Let him know. Say, Dad, I'm feeling discouraged right now. I know you have a plan for my life. I know your word says that you don't fail. But right now, I feel discouraged. Talk to him. Pour your heart. Pour your heart to him. He knows you and he wants you to talk to him. And that's the only way you'll know what he wants from you in this waiting period. And make sure that you're serving in your local church. Keep serving him. Don't just sit down and say, hey, I'm waiting on God. He says, I'm going to be great in this area. I'm going to be a great singer. I'm going to be a pastor or whatever he's called you to be. No. Serve. Do all the things you need to be doing. Keep serving him. He'll keep revealing more things to you. And things will just fall into place effortlessly. I'll leave you guys with this word. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And it reads, For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future so as you go through life in the coming week coming years months remind yourself that you are part of God's plan and everything that's happening in your life hasn't slipped through his hands don't get tired of waiting be patient Sometimes it might feel like you're about to sleep. Go back to him. Go back to his word. Remind yourself. Speak to yourself sometimes. Speak the word to yourself. Tell yourself, God has a plan for my life. God hasn't left me alone. God's word is true. And God's word never fails. Because God never fails. So as you go through this week, Hold on to God. Hold on to His Word. And don't listen to the people around you reminding you about your waiting. Reminding you about how long it's been, you know. Saying, well, what's happening with you? Up to now, this and this hasn't changed. As long as that person's name is not God. As long as that person didn't create you, they have no right over your life. Keep trusting God. He has a plan for you and it's perfect. Thank you so much for hanging with me today. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Tell me what you think. Let me know if you have suggestions or topics. Follow me on Instagram, Number 23 Follow my Facebook page, Life and Living. Thank you for hanging with me, you guys. Bless you. See you in the next one.